Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Now, on the line for us is Dr. Mark Siegel, one of the greatest doctors in the world. Do you like that introduction, Dr. Siegel? Yeah, and the, and the listeners are all saying, when is he going to get to meet Lydia? <laughs> so we were watching you this morning on Fox Business, and you explained the Alzheimer's. There's a new development. Tell us all about it, because it's really it's really incredible, the, the medical advances that are happening. Well, for one thing, I'm on here talking about this because Casimatidis is a little too concerned about it, but I'm telling you. I, I forgot he, about it, so I want, <laughs> I want to be able to treat myself better. Yeah, he forgot that he was interested in the topic, exactly. But he but he actually, you know, Lydia, he doesn't have a single cobweb, so we don't, we don't have to worry about John. John actually outpaces most of our 40-year-olds. So, um, so what, here's the thing. We know that the brain clogs up with amyloid. Uh, and and that and we know that Biogen has been making uh, drugs that stop amyloid beta amyloid production, and we know that the latest one lenipamab actually works pretty well. The other one was very controversial, but it, it, they work to some extent. But some researchers in Toronto have said. Maybe the problem isn't the, the, the proteins, the beta amyloid and the tau. Maybe it's that they're kind of like a sign of debris that's building up because beta amyloid is supposed to help the brain heal, and instead it's turning against the brain and attacking it. What's causing it to do that? And they conclude, Dr. Weaver up in Toronto believes it's an autoimmune phenomenon, that the body's antibodies are convincing the beta amyloid to turn on the brain. I think both are true. I think beta amyloid's part of it. But constantly trying to block it hasn't gotten us the cure we need. So I think this is an extremely exciting approach. How do we stop the immune system from causing the, the proteins in the brain to turn on themselves? That's the question. And this is the beginning of really exciting times for this. Doctor, this is Pete King. At your best estimate or your best guess, when can something like this start to show uh, results? Well, so the next question is getting drugs that actually target these right. The, yeah. these immune modulators and I so that's they're starting on that I'd say it's a couple of years wow. this, this is this is this is three or four years away from the doctor's office still that's great if that's true that's that's great news God, wow. another piece of interesting information that's out there I there's a study that came out that said we're seeing uh, more and more people under the age of 50 can, you know having cancer what what's going on with that and that if you're born in the 90s you're more susceptible to cancer versus if you're born in the 80s is it diet is it lack of exercise is it environmental because we know that all plays a part when it comes to cancer the american diet stinks if you go to Greece, you could eat pasta all day long and you don't gain a pound. John will tell you that. He, I mean, we've got processed foods up the wazoo, and they are carcinogens. On top of that, as you just said, we're not exercising. We're under stress all the time. And the last part isn't I so I don't understand. Growth. I can't get enough exercise with my finger on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and also lack of sleep plays a part in it, too. Upper body exercise, yeah, and, and the, a lack of sleep. The last part of it is, is a little different, which is we're better at diagnosing these things now. 
I mean, I don't think they knew cancer if it hit him in the face 100 years ago. But we're diagnosing it now really early, and that, so we're seeing more of it. But this trend can easily be reversed with a better diet. There's no question about it. And sleeping more, you're right. And then uh, I know you're interested in this one, Judge Weinberg, where we see, what, Boston University? They created some kind of... Uh... Yeah, do you know about this, Dr. Siegel? That Boston yeah. University is looking at another, another COVID variant, and it was an 80%... Fatality. What they are they create, doing? Yeah, but, but, but who was paying them to create another covert? I mean, haven't we learned our lesson yet? Well, wait a second. No. I thought you, it was it was formed in the, uh, where was it? In the Bat Cave, a thousand miles away out of the Wuhan. Wet market, now, the now, wet market. The wet market. Now you're saying that it was cre- it could be created in a lab and it could be 80% lethal? What do you think, uh, Dr. Siegel? Well, first of all, you, you're bringing up two different topics. The Wuhan Institute of Virology was definitely experimenting on bad coronaviruses. We don't know exactly what they were doing. I don't believe a word the government over there is saying, of course. And there was a smokescreen put over it from the very beginning. And Robert Redfield couldn't get the CDC in. And it's a very suspicious situation. You, could, you couldn't convince me in a million years that it's not a high possibility that this virus spent part of its life in a lab. Maybe not the whole lab. Maybe it went into the Wuhan market and out of the Wuhan market. I mean, that's that virus. What's going on now is a bigger, I I don't want to say a bigger problem. Nothing's bigger than that pandemic. But there's an overall problem with scientists around the world thinking that they can manipulate a virus to get the information to prevent further harm. And I think that that's very naive. Now, in this case, they did a study out of Boston University where they took the Omicron spike, and they stuck it on the original virus. And they actually proved something which all of us knew, which is the original virus was more deadly. It was more harmful. It made you sicker. And Omicron spreads more easily. So what they do, they created a virus that spreads easily and kills you. And it killed 80 percent of the, of the mice. And of course, now everybody's wondering, well, whoa, whoa, what if this chimera, they call it, slips out of the lab no kidding. and starts infecting Boston? Mm. I mean, why do they do this, Doctor? What is wrong well, with these people? They do it because, and Judge, you're going to be fascinated by this as a lawyer. We've got judge, 20 seconds. Judge, they do this because the NIH has narrowly defined gain-of-function research as only applying if a virus gets humans sick. If it gets my sick, no problem. Well, can get humans next, right? Absolutely. Dr. Siegel, thank you so much for keeping everybody in, informed, and God bless you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.